The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combined with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey everybody, it is Radley here with the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm, but you can also find the video version over on a YouTube. So whether you are listening, Heidi ho everybody, or you are watching, can you see me now, everybody? I am here with my dear friend, Heather Hildebrand. Hi, everyone. So Heather is what I call the queen of prayer, if not the goddess of prayer, because nobody can pray like Heather Hildebrand. I just want you to know that's just the way it is. That is relatable because we are in part three of our Archangel Realm series here on Mind, Body, Spirit, and I'm having a blast. I hope you are. So we had the first week where we did a summary of all the 15 archangels. Last week, we had a fun, fun, fun discussion with Joni Light. Don't you love Joni, Heather? I love Joni. I have so many fun stories. You just, you can't not. And But we we talked about Archangel Jophiel, the Archangel of Joy. And this week, we're talking about Sandalphon. Sandalphon is said to be the archangel of music, but also of prayer. And so we're going to get into that. But before we do, I just want to remind you, you can find me at RadleyValentine.com. You can find Heather Hildebrand at HeatherHildebrand.com. Correct? Correct. I love how you use that Southern accent when you're talking. I, mean, about- I was born and raised in the South. I can pull it out of thin air if I need to. I just don't know. It's because I'm from Tennessee, the other T state. For those of you who don't know, Heather's from Texas. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Sandalphon. So if you are watching this, you will notice that Miss Heather Hildebrand is dressed in turquoise. And she did that on purpose because Archangel Sandalphon comes in a turquoise color. All the archangels have a color that they vibrate to. It's, it's basically the whole mythos behind their halo. And by mythos, I don't mean that the archangels are not real. It's just that whole element of the belief that archangels are these things that have the big wings and the halos. They show up that way if we need them to, but it's not necessarily their actual appearance. It's something that we have come to believe in. 
But that whole color thing is a vibrational tuning from them. And sandal fawns is turquoise. Therefore, if you're really into gemstones or you're really into crystals, turquoise is a great crystal for you to use to basically get into connection with Sandalphon. It appears to me that Heather is wearing a little bit of turquoise. Is that right? Yes, I have that and moonstone and rose quartz. I do. Well, and those are fabulous together because what have we got? We've got Moonstone, which attributes to Haniel. I'm jumping ahead. Don't worry about it. You know, but that whole psychic ability, Rose Quartz, the love. And then we've got the Turquoise, the Sandalphon. That's a great little mixture there when it comes to the concept of prayer. So Sandalphon is said to be so tall that his feet are on earth and his head is in heaven. And that is relative and important because of the whole concept that he brings prayer from earth to heaven. I believe this to be a metaphor. This Keep in mind that a lot of this information about the archangels comes from very ancient times. And their ability to sort of understand this whole concept of getting something from earth to heaven was sort of built upon the concept of, well, they must be really tall. I, I don't know, maybe, but it doesn't matter. The whole visual for us as human beings, and we love visuals, allows us to have this whole understanding of this being that literally can so easily take our prayers from us and hand them to the divine. Now, one of the things, if you missed it in our energetic weather report that I mentioned was that Heather was great at weaving prayers and that that would be important this week. And it is because that is what Sandalphon is said to do. He is said to take our prayers and weave them into a wreath, a beautiful wreath. He takes all the prayers that are coming to him at any given time, weaves them into a wreath and lays them at the feet of the divine for them to be understood and be to be um, responded to, because all prayers are responded to. We as human beings don't necessarily plug in, right, Heather? Yeah, it's absolutely correct. And I love how you were talking about the physical description of Sandalphon, because before I even had read about that, my personal experience was that, that when I connected with his energy, he was so tall. And I just remember saying, I can't even see your face. And so literally he, he showed me his face and, um, Sandalphon's energy is just so unconditional loving and, you know, as far as the prayers go, I think so many of us can get into that space of feeling vulnerable enough to ask, but kind of get stuck in what is the feedback? Am I going to get feedback? What is that going to look like? And, you know, that's really important what you just sort of said. What even does it look like? Because even from the standpoint of the archangels and what do they look like? They are, if you missed my episode called The Hall of the Archangels. It was episode number 20. It was two weeks ago. Then I highly recommend you go back and watch it so that you can have sort of like this whole summary data. But just for right now, archangels do not have a particular, well, A, they don't have gender. We assign them gender based on our our interpretation of what they do and whether it feels or seems masculine or feminine to us. But they also don't have a particular look. Archangels are going to morph their look for all of us individually 
um, in order to match up. Now, for me, Archangel Sandalphon has sort of a Middle Eastern kind of appearance. Um, he's very handsome, um, but his energy to me is almost like a prayer, you know, because it is that whole energy of reverence, uh, but also receptiveness. So, yeah, go ahead. I was just loving hearing your description because Sandalphon is the only angel that I've connected with that felt so regal. That's the the way that I know how to it literally so tall and so stable, right? Unwavering. He came across to me as this huge chess piece. I know that sounds might sound silly, oh, but so like a chess, you know how like bishops or whatever in like a chess piece, it's kind of like there's this like a reg- regal attire. But with that regalness was such this, I think people here on earth, if we came across someone that looked regal, they may also seem unapproachable, totally right. the extreme opposite with sandal font of just so welcoming and so safe. And um, I think it's also important to just note that our angels and sandal font are, are and any of the archangels really have such a deep desire to support us and help us in anything it is that we may need. So I think one of the things that's been important for me over the years that I've learned is that there's really nothing insignificant. Like we might think things are minimal or it's insignificant and not important to request prayer, but to them, anything that's going to bring us peace and help us in any way is important to them. And, you know, that actually brings to mind something that I'm becoming like I feel more and more aware of is that I have really started to think about these color vibrations that the archangels present themselves to be like the refraction that happens when sunlight hits a crystal. If we think about the crystal as a metaphor for source, as a metaphor for the divine, that none of these particular rays of light that come from the crystal, each representing an archangel, are fully the divine. But I feel like they each have their, by their resonance of their color and their specific things that they bring to humanity, that they are a part of the divine. For me, Sandalphon brings this part of the divine that is the element of non-judgment, loving parent, understanding, compassionate, and willing, and even joyful. I think all the archangels are joyful, you know, all of them. But it's it that's his little ray of light is that whole and that is an element of God. And if we added up all the archangels, all the things that they were known for, then you come around to the source, the crystal that stands in the middle of it. And so I feel like that that's sort of like why Sandal Fawn is that way or has that element. You know, people talk a lot about Sandal Fawn um, from uh, the standpoint of music. And I really get that. And But I think that they're more related than people might actually think about. Because I think there's an Amy Grant song that um, I love that's called Like a Hallelujah. It talks about how we as human beings, that when we cry out with our challenges and our pain and stuff, that that's more beautiful than a hallelujah 
to the to source. And I love, I love that song. I play it all the time. And but the thing to me is that that's that almost implies that our prayers are music to the mm-hmm. divine. That our prayers, our our reaching out to the divine, whether it is an outcrying of concern or an outcrying of joy, whether it is, you know, the loss of a parent or the birth of a child happening in my family soon. Hadn't told you yet. Twins. I know, right? Anyway, I'm probably not supposed to say that. So anyways, we have so we have this whole thing of the music and of of our prayers and how beautiful that is. And and so Sandalfon is about music. He has the element if you're into music and especially if you're a career musician, Sandalfon should be a buddy of yours. Do you know what I love about Sandalfon and music? Being the fact that I'm also a medium and help people connect with their deceased loved ones on the other side. A lot of times people will get messages through music and Sandalfon can can definitely be the little tap, tap, tap on the shoulder to make you pay attention or to make you go, yes, that was a message for you. Yes, you are supposed to pay attention to that. Um, and I've seen that um, a lot with um with clients who've questioned whether or not they're actually, was that really a sign? I'm like, Work with Sandalfon. Sandalfon will, won't let you miss the sign if it is coming through music because Sandalfon's all about music and using it in beautiful ways. I mean, music is is helpful and healing to us. We we know that we we share the love of music, whether it's something that makes our energy, you know, you know, vibe high because it's Xanadu or ABBA or. Right. Or if it's even meditative music or Hertz frequencies or whatever the case may be, like it, you know, music can be extremely healing. And um, I think that not only, you know, seeing prayer as musical notes going up to heaven, we both discussed that of having that, that experience where we feel like we've seen our prayers and our prayers are like little notes, you know, going up to heaven or whether it is them using music to to bring a a sign or a message back to us, whether it's our angels or our loved ones on the other side, um, it's it's very 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 powerful. One of the things that um, I think was probably the biggest transformational moment I had with Sandalfon many many years ago is when I asked, "Please help me to know what I should be asking for help with." It was a moment where I had just received such wisdom when I was working with the angels and specifically Sandalfon. And that was a big game changer for me because after that moment, I started to channel my prayers. And after that moment, I saw that as I would work with my clients, I start all my sessions with, with a prayer to create that sacred space. And I started channeling prayers for them as well. And and um, a lot of times messages will start to come through as to what I'm asking for in that prayer. And so to me, it really hit home what I spoke of earlier about their, they want to be a part of all the nitty gritty stuff of our life where we kind of save prayer for like the heavy hitting stuff or when we're in desperation and really it needs to be a, this is how I communicate with the divine on a daily basis because I am part of the divine and I am deeply loved. 
I love that. It gives us a different metaphor for the whole prayers being woven. So, so, you know, it gives us a whole metaphor, I think, of music notes that are woven into an orchestra, Mm -hmm. you know, and so we can take that more traditional metaphor for how things are done with Sandalfon and basically say, well, here's one that's related to music. I think that one of the things that I remember the most about Sandalfon, and I'll be absolutely honest with you, it's like even being the angel boy and having done this for too many years that I'm going no more more years than I'm going to admit, right, is that I don't reach out to Sandalfon as much as I think I should. And, you know, it's like I have a tendency to like reach out to the archangels like many human beings do and go, oh, well, I need to be able to bring joy into my life. So I'll reach out to Jophiel or I need to reach out to Michael because I need to feel safe and protected. But I don't think about the whole thing of Sandalphon, here are my prayers, please, 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 you know, hand them up unless I'm in trouble, you know, and that whole thing that happened with Riley when she, you know, temporarily disappeared for 48 hours. And I thought I was going to absolutely lose my mind. I was into Sandalphon then. I was really into Sandalphon then. It's like, you know, I was also into Ariel and I was also into Jamuel and I was into Michael and I was into everybody. This whole element of, I guess I want to say that Sandalphon, connecting with Sandalphon creates an element of faith. There's there there is an element of I in my moment of great despair and anguish do not have faith in myself to get this prayer above my earlobes, but I have faith that Sandalphon will will. And so it's this sort of like natural progression where we can have faith in our prayers. It's funny you say that because um, I've had clients before, you know, maybe their angels are like, give me two weeks, start talking to us, start communicating with us. And then they'll be like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. And I think one of the biggest things that we could say today for everyone listening is there's no way you can do it wrong, you know, but of course, yes, Sandalphon is going to help you feel more secure in, okay, I'm calling on Sandalphon. He's in charge of prayer. You know, this, this can't go wrong. Right. And I, and I definitely can't go wrong in calling on, on um, Sandalphon's help. But I also think about when you're sharing that story is one of the other things that surprised me that Sandalphon helps me with, and I say helps me because it's not something I've healed 100% correctly, is opening myself up to receive and expanding my ability to receive and letting go of any resistance I have to receiving. And prayer and asking for help from the divine is the first start and being able to allow yourself to receive. But that's just the beginning, right? And oftentimes we're minimizing what we're asking for help, you know, with, and we're maybe feeling comfortable asking the divine for help, but not necessarily willing to allow earthly help to show up for us. And so for anybody who struggles with that, it's also something that I would highly pay attention to is Sandalphon can help you to let go of the things that keep you from resisting and allowing yourself to receive because we need to in order to be in the flow. Yeah. This is making me think of something. And okay. So for people who are new to me and are new to angels, 
just ignore this little sentence, but I just am noticing that if you think about turquoise, turquoise in a, in a way is a blending of blue and green, right? What you just said to me over the last 10 minutes refers to Sandal Spawn as this archangel who can help us to see the signs, something I would think of Shamuel for, pale green, but also to allow friends and to help us with something I'd think of Raguel for, pale blue. Now I'm getting all like super nerdy about this whole color scheme thing. And now I got to go think about that. So for those of you who know angels really well, maybe that was fascinating to you. I also just want to back up and say, for those of you who don't know me, Riley is my little girl, Sheltie. Um, When we moved to where we live now, there was a moment where she got away from my husband. And so we lost her for 48 hours. We got her back. She's healthy. She's strong. She's happy. And we have built a freaking fortress around this house. She will never do that again. But anyway, just to like, so nobody thought that I lost my child, but I right. did. But, but I it, did. it is your child. I, I mean, my child. I did. Yeah, when, I did. when you say you were, I was calling on all the, all the big guns too, <laughs> because yeah. Radley is a very dear friend of mine who feels like family. And I'm also, you know, even though I have human children, I have dog children and they're our family. And yeah, totally. that was a terrifying moment. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's let's allow that then, because you basically gave me a segue to the whole concept of you were praying too. And it's like, if I've got something that I really need prayers for, you're my number one go-to person. And part of that is, and very attached, I think, to Sandalphon, is that you pray like a song. You really do. It's not that you're singing, not that you couldn't, because you can, but it's like, it is so beautiful and you know it's it's just so eloquent and it is so seamless it's just seamless and and so you talk about that as being a channeling that you channel prayer so tell people a little bit more about that and what that means and what it's like as opposed to necessarily uh, the five-year-old that says now I lay me down to sleep pray the Lord my soul to keep oh my god If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul 
to take. Is that right? Well, yes. And it's so oh, funny. Because I can remember just, that, but I don't know what I had for lunch yesterday. Okay, go ahead. Well, we had people at our house for Easter and everybody had been waiting and waiting and waiting for the last person to show up and they were starving. And so it's like, everybody looked and said, like, oh, are we gonna have to wait for everybody to get in here to say a prayer? I was like, <laughs> God is good. God is great. You have permission to get your plate. <laughs> My God, now see, that's not the way we did in Tennessee. In Tennessee, it's God is good. God is great. No, wait. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for this food. Yeah. Well, so we just did a bridge version really quick. So, <laughs> but as far as the channeling, to me, it's, I call it that because I started to have things come out of my mouth that I didn't even realize yeah. I right. would think about what I was going to say before I said it until I had those moments. And they were really smart things. And so I was like, oh, that is so good. I have to pay attention to that. And so I, a lot of times that happens with my clients. I pray before I work with clients because I want to create that sacred space. So there are certain things I'm going to repeat and say in every single prayer because I'm creating that sacred space for the divine communication to occur. But then other times other things show up and I will tell them when you go back to that recording, listen to that prayer too, because I really think it's just more about opening our heart space. When we open up our heart space to say, I'm willing to receive whatever knowledge, whatever discernment, whatever inspiration, whatever encouragement. The angels are in the solution business. This is what I I say. I love that. And so anything that we're struggling with or we're challenged by, I want, you know, people to understand and know that we may can come up with zero solutions and they can come up with four or five ideas that we've never even thought of. So we want to be in that open space in our heart and in our mind to be able to receive that. And sometimes we, you may be in a situation where you're really struggling, you know, and in those situations, I, I tell people just be willing, don't, don't, don't go into a place where your mind needs to figure out how you would get from point A, B, C, D, and E, just be willing to allow the answers to show up. I'm willing I might not have a plan. I might not understand or know, but I'm going to communicate with my angels and I'm going to stay really open. And so the channeling is really more about me opening my heart and my mind to be of love and service to others usually, but it, but it's also for myself. And I'm super duper grateful for that. And I'm super grateful for friends like you that I can come to in prayer together because I, I think that, you know, you don't have to be a religious person to utilize prayer. I think we need oh everyone and oh. know that. Yeah. But I do believe in when you have two or more coming together, it is even much more powerful and allowing yourself the opportunity to be with someone, to come with someone that you trust, to to pray with you and hold that sacred space with you. It, it, it is amazing. and It does wonderful things. And one of the things that you said earlier about Sandalfon, about like this loving parent, I really want to encourage anybody that's listening that didn't have a loving parent to be open, willing, and receptive to receive the energy and the experience and the relationship with the divine, even though you haven't had that. Because I think so much of the time through religion, we hear like, oh, God is this loving father. Well, people that didn't have a loving father are not going to have any understanding of what that could potentially even be if they've never experienced it you know, maybe in their wildest dreams, but the divine does love us in that way so unconditionally and so perfectly um, that sometimes people will even report like feeling unworthy of that. And I think Sandalfon can help us to understand 
our worthiness so that we can be open to receive. And I think what you said too, that's really important um, is that how prayer is not attached to religion any more than angels are. Because, you know, when I first many years ago in my mid twenties walked away from religion for lots of obvious reasons that we won't go into today. But when I walked away from religion, one of the things that accidentally got thrown out like the baby with bathwater for me was prayer. And what's ironic is if you think about it, I didn't give up prayer. I gave up the word prayer because I attached it so much to religion. And so it became my thoughts and meditations. You know, I I just basically rebranded it. I gave it a new name. (laughs) And, you know, my daily meditations, I will remember you in my daily meditations today. You know, and so I would like basically like it's again, it was a rebranding. And, you know, it took, oh, a solid, solid 25 years for me to get that word back. And, you know, and and it was, I think you were a part of it, really, in a way, because it's like you were kind of in my life and I was starting to notice this and starting to go, well, this is like, this is super cool. And yet it was like, she isn't actually technically doing anything that I'm doing. She does it differently. She's the poet laureate of poet laureate of prayer. Oh, you just got a new new title, the poet laureate of prayer. Okay, I'll take it. I, I think you should put it on your website. But it's like that whole. It, it's you did it so beautifully, but you weren't really literally doing anything I wasn't doing. Right. And somewhere in there, I took the word back. You know. I took that whole word back and was like, okay, you know what? This actually is not attached to anything other than source, divine, God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, the universe. It isn't attached to any sort of belief system, but literally just like angels. It is something that I think that all human beings of all belief systems have some sort of connection to that is just built into us. We we don't I, I'm I, I I'm my favorite Christmas movie is the Santa Claus. Uh, I love that too. That is my favorite movie, <laughs> Christmas. And there's a scene where Scott Calvin, the soon-to-be Santa Claus, is in his uh, bedroom at the North Pole, and he's talking to the head Alf, whose name is Judy, um, and she's talking to him, and he's like going, "I don't believe this place," and she said, "Well, that's not surprising." Kids don't have to see this place to know that it exists. They just know. And, and, and so that, I think, is us as children of the divine. We don't have to see angels to know that they exist. We just sort of somehow know. And we don't have to see the power of prayer to know that it's a real thing. It's a thing that we can do. Now, I do think, and I wish you would talk to this briefly, is that we can be in this space where we lose faith in prayer. How do we get it back? Oh, that's a good question. Well, one thing I'd like to just say before I answer that is like, if we can just look at prayer as just communication, that's all it is. So if you want to call it something different, it's just being in communication because um, it's going to help you stay connected to the true divine spark of yourself. And we all come from this powerful force of love. And it's more about staying in connection with that. But when we lose faith, we have to be willing 
to see it differently. We have to be willing, you know, again, it goes back to that willingness of, did I misunderstand? What was the lesson here? I'm willing to take the love, the light, the lesson and release everything else to be completely healed. Because sometimes life delivers us hard blows that our mind can't fathom and understand why we would have to experience something. And oftentimes, God, quotation marks, gets blamed for things, right? Um, And we look at things as punishments. Like, why am I being punished? And really, if we look back at a lot of things that we felt were punishments, it was protection. I mean, how many times have you ever had that thing happen, right? Where it was like, I thought I was really getting taken through the ringer. Just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Um, as a matter of fact, and it was over something, you know, random in our day-to-day life. But again, the angels are in all the parts of our life, right? And so about a year or so ago, she had a um, an appraisal of her home that came back really low and she she was really kind of bothered by it. Well, you know, yesterday she got something from the tax people trying to bump up her taxes way too high. And she's like, well, I'm going to show them this nice little appraisal that I just got less than six months ago and be able to fight my taxes. You know, I know that's super random, but a lot of times there are big things in our life that we feel like we're being punished and really it's like we're being protected. And so if we're willing to look at something to say, what was, what was I supposed to understand? What is, you know, what was I being shown, you know, help me to, to look at what I was supposed to learn, the love, the light, the lessons. That's what I always try to focus on and release everything else to be completely healed. Because if we stay stuck to trauma or tragedy or suffering or um, what's the word that I'm looking for, but, you know, we don't want to stay stuck and to be a victim. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to get in victim mode, right? That's never, ever, ever going to serve us. And so when we lose our faith, I think it really is a choice for us to be willing to say, is this working for me? Because when we lose our faith, we can, we tend to can go downhill pretty quickly. You know, when we, when we talk about the energy, um, when, when you were doing the cards earlier about, you know, if you're feeling heavy, you know, you know, you're not resonating with your true self. You, you know, you're not resonating with your highest self. So how do you get back there? And faith is a big part of it. It's one of the struggles I think we can battle with the most at times is as being a human. You know, and I think that it's really important. It's like for those of you who've been keeping up, last week we had Joni Light on and we talked about the joy of Jophiel. And one of the things that I consider Jophiel, uh, as we talked about last week, was that she is the archangel of faith because she lifts us up to a place of positiveness and therefore provides us with a place where we can be in faith. And we talked earlier about Sandalphon also being this archangel of faith. So this archangel that helps us to like sort of plug ourselves into that energy of, I don't think I can get my prayers up off the ground, but Sandalphon can. And so, you know, we've sort of like been in essence without having planned it at all, uh, been in this space of almost a lesson of faith for the last few weeks of this whole archangel progression. And when you really think about it, a whole element of angels is faith. Um, because it's our faith in them that allows us to make the connection, that allows us to be connected with the divine and for whatever else that bothers us. But it's also our faith in them that allows us to be in a space where we can receive, where we can accept what it is that we're asking for and have it come back to us. I think, too, if we look back at any moment in our life 
Um, because I had a client, um, a student ask me one time, she said that her son was questioning like, you know, religious questions about people on the other side of the world who's never been taught. And I said, well, I don't have all the answers and I definitely don't, you know, ever proclaim to, but from my own personal experience, there's always been that part of source within me that I could connect to. Does that make sense? Like this part that like, there's a, there's something that rings true. There's something that, you know, when we talk about when something resonates with you, it hits in in the center and the core of your being. And we all have a spark of that because we are all part of the divine. And so I think going back to moments where you had something happen, you had something show up to get your attention, because I know there are a lot of spiritual teachers and leaders out there that say, if you're not asking for the help, they're not going to help you. I kind of don't agree with that because I can tell you that they're trying to love and support us to the best of their ability at any given point in time. And I think most of us have had those moments where we weren't asking for help and something got our attention that was way beyond coincidence. And we believed it completely because we weren't asking for it. So if we can go back to those moments, it can take us back to faith. I think when we start to ask and we're more disconnected to how that information and how that love shows up for us, we can doubt and we can scramble, but think back to those moments or a moment in your life where the divine showed up and you know, you know, it was outside of you and it was outside the force of nature of whatever the situation was that got your attention to make you pay attention and believe in that again. Yeah, I agree. I think that's so powerful and so important. So what I'd like to do now is I would like to give people a sample of the music that is the maestro, that is Heather Hildebrand. So I'd like for you to do a little prayer for them that is for their connection with Sandalfon. And then on the other side, we'll talk about where they can find you and also what's coming up next week. How's that sound? Sounds wonderful. So let's just take in a few deep breaths, breathing in the goodness, the grace, the mercy, the peace, the protection of the divine, and allowing that to settle into your soul. Wiggle your feet, wiggle your shoulders, let go of any stress, of any thoughts, of any heaviness, and just allow the love of the divine to envelop you. We call on Archangel Sandalphon and we send up gratitude for all of the many, many prayers that have already been answered in our lifetime. We send up gratitude for being loved so wholly and so completely. We ask for direction to guide us with every word, every thought, every action, every decision to help us to know what we should be asking for help with. We ask for your help in allowing us to receive, expanding our ability to do so, helping us to understand and feel how worthy and deserving we are of all things good. We ask that any part of us that has struggled with the thoughts or the words to say, if you struggle in that way, we know that Archangel Sandalphon will hear your thoughts and send those to the divine and to bring back the love, the support, the clarity, the direction, the information that you may need moving forward. We ask Archangel Sandalphon to amp up your faith, 
to help you to trust yourself, to trust your intuition, which is just your communication with the divine, to trust that you are loved and to trust that the whole universe is working for you, never against you. And in those moments that you may feel like it has been, that you will open your heart and that you will open your mind and you will allow the love of the divine to shine light back into your being, to help you to focus on the love and the light and the lessons and release everything else to be completely healed. We are grateful for the time that you've allowed us to spend with you today. And we ask that moving forward, your connection with Sandal Fawn and all of the beautiful, loving beings that are here to support you, your personal guardian angels, your spiritual guides, all of the archangels, that you just allow that love to show up. Doesn't matter what you call them. Doesn't matter what you name them. It doesn't matter how you speak to them. There's no wrong way to do it. And we just ask that Sandalphon shows you the path to miracles in your lifetime. That Sandalphon, like music to your ears, gets your attention and helps you to open up your heart space to receive all of the love, the peace, the joy, the magic, the miracles, the vitality, the prosperity, whatever it is your heart desires, that Sandalphon will help you to feel at home in your being, that Sandalphon will help you to trust your heart's desires and to understand that you are worthy and deserving of living a life that is beautiful and lets you express the most beautiful expression of your being and live out your fullest potential. We ask for all this or something greater. And so it is. And so it is. Beautiful as always. A quick, a quick, a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll leave that be. <laughs> yeah, you know, my prayers can sometimes get lengthy and that's okay. Uh, no, 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 it was perfect. It was perfect, perfect, perfect. So I tried to wrap up a quick one. No worries. So where can people find out about Heather Hildebrand? One of the things you said that is so critical is that besides being the poet laureate of prayer, you are also a fabulous medium and basically the source of my healing with my Passover father. Thank you so much for that again. And so tell people where they can find you and what it is that you do. Um, HeatherHildebrand.com. Of course, you can find me on social medias, but I'm having to start Facebook all over because, you know, sometimes imposters get in there and and wreak havoc. But HeatherHildebrand.com, I still work with clients one-on-one. I love to teach. Um, I have my mediumship mentorship program coming up. um, And I love helping people elevate their life and really um, break down any habits that they form that are keeping them from living their best life. And I love connecting them with their loved ones on the other side. My, my strengths are prayer, teaching, connecting with people one-on-one and connecting, um, connecting them with their loved ones in spirit. And also most important, connecting, helping them stay connected to the true divine spark of their own. And I've, I love Radley that you have mm-hmm. created so many products for people to very easily bridge that gap of, I I just can't, can't say thank you enough. I mean, so many of my clients, we, your decks are 
have such freaky accuracy. This is what, this is what my clients say. They go, it's so accurate. It scares me. It's a little freaky. I'm like, no, that's just the love. Let that love shower all over you because it's all love. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me be a part of uh, your show today. Thank you. I'm so glad you could be here. So next week, uh, we are going to be talking about an archangel named Archangel Raziel, R-A-Z-I-E-L. And I'm super excited because the utterly iconic and totally a hero of mine, Denise Lynn, uh, is going to be on talking about her new book, 21 Days to Uncovering Your Past Lives. And we're going to be talking about that with Archangel Raziel, who is said to be the Archangel of past lives. And so it's going to be a super fun talk. So don't miss that. That's going to be episode number 23. This has been episode 22. And so also keep in mind that I do have a class coming up that, um, uh, well, actually what we're having is a sale, the springtime sale. And one of the main things in that sale is a class I teach on the, on my Archangel, on my Angel Wisdom Tarot cards, which I super love and I always turn to. It's all about the symbolism, all about everything about that deck, but there's a lot of other stuff in that sale. You can find out about it by going to radleyvalentine.com forward slash springtime. So once again, I want to say, hey, 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 and thank you to the all the awesome people at uh, mindbodyspirit.fm for the podcast. And to all the people who are watching on YouTube, this has been the Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine and Heather Hildebrand. We will see you again next week. You've been listening to the Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit RadleyValentine.com slash podcast. for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.